everyone, and welcome back to the Match Slip Podcast. Today, we're going to be interviewing Chris from the Comic Dimension out in North Carolina. Chris, thank you for coming on the show today. No problem. It's great to be here. I'm glad to have you. So what part of North Carolina is your show, is your store located in? Uh, we're located like in the middle of North Carolina. It's a city called Greensboro. Okay. And how long have you had the store uh, open for and how long have you been running it? 200 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it seems like that sometimes. No, we've been open for over eight years now. Oh, wow. That's, that's a good amount of time. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of things have changed during that time. Oh, without a doubt. I'm sure it's been, you know, the on and off struggle with having to get through the various years of, you know, managing the business and, you know, keeping the lights on and everything. I'm sure that's probably one of the biggest, I would imagine, challenges when you're running a game store. Um, yeah, um, like a lot of people kind of think, oh, like you're just making money hand over fist and everything. And it's, you know, it it, it depends, you know, on a lot of different things, like like what, what your rent is going to be is like the biggest bill you'll have. So if you want a nice place, you're going to have a higher rent. Um, and, you know, that, that and, and then you got to put cost into everything, um, you know, since we're retail. You know, we only get like a certain percentage, you know, of a discount and uh, yeah, th- things can be difficult. Plus COVID, you know, that whole COVID thing happened. So the, yeah, there, there, there been some rough times. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, it's definitely been worth it. It's, you know, it's been awesome. I've met incredible people, you know, over the last, you know, eight years and, um, you know, it's, it's definitely been a, a learning and just a wonderful experience overall. That's great to hear. On a day-to-day basis, when, when you go into the store and you run things, are you running it by yourself currently? Do you have any business partners or any employees? Uh, there's a co-owner. Um, me and him, we're, we're, like, we're like brothers and have been for decades. Uh, his name is Neil. Um, and uh, he, you know, he has a whole bunch of other stuff. So, you know, he isn't as active you know, in it as far as, you know, as, as I am. Um, and, uh, you know, we have some employees, you know, definitely. And, uh, you know, I manage it, co-own it, you know. How many hours a week is it that you're having to put in? Uh, now is a lot better than <laughs> the first several years. Um, you know, the first couple of years, you know, were, was a lot of figuring out what the right times were and everything. Uh, so like in the beginning, I, I'd be working... 100, 120 hours a week. Um, and you know, just which can be grueling and exhausting. Um, and then, uh, just as, as we got more established over all the years and as we, uh, you know, as I was able to get employees on, I've been able to decrease it. And now, you know, now it's a lot less, uh, now it's only about 40 hours a week. That's good. You have uh, some work-life balance now. You don't have to dedicate, you know, every waking hour to it like you did in the beginning. I, I do still have to put like every waking hour and non-waking hour. So, um, yeah, so I'll get messages almost every day after we close. And, and so, so like the latest will close is 11, you know, PM, uh, our time. And I'll get messages like four in the morning, 1130, you know, just much, much later. And, uh, I got to respond to them. You know, I, I just wake up and respond, you know, immediately to them. Yeah. I, I never turn my phone off. I, I can understand. And is it the players that like it, that the customers that come to your store that are reaching out? Is it distributors combination of both for the late stuff? It's not distributors. It's, it's people asking questions, um, regulars, everything, but distributors. <laughs> distributors they tend to end end at 5 p.m so yeah I, I, I don't i don't hear from them typically after 5 p.m well that, at least that's a good thing at least you don't have it dual dual uh contacts from each side from the, you know the customer base and the distributors uh asking you questions but yeah i can imagine that you know running a store it's you know even though you're able to not have to put 120 hours like you were saying um, and you're down to 40, it's still a constant, um, paying attention even when you're at home. Oh yeah. I'll be in the middle of a, uh, I was uh, in a family gathering, uh, 
me and uh, my my fiance and our our daughters. Um, you know, we were in the middle. Like we had just gotten food delivered. It was nice food. You know, from like a steakhouse. You know, we were gonna you know eat and 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 just have a good time around the table. And then I got got a call that I had to take, and uh, I wound up missing the whole meal. <laughs> oh, geez, that stinks. But I'm guessing, you know, it's it's one of the gives and takes of the of the business of having your own business because there's nobody else that falls on but you. Yeah, a, a lot of times people, you know, they, they're like, oh, well, you can, you're the owner, you can just make your own hours. Un- unfortunately, that's that's you know that's not true, um, you know, because the customers come first, you know. So I, it is what it is, you know. I just if someone asks something, I ha- I I have to answer them. You know, I, I have to help them. I have to give them like the best customer service that I can. And I'm grateful for that. You know, I'm, I'm grateful that, that I have, you know, people asking questions and, uh, you know, hitting us up. So, yeah, it's, it sounds like you, you've got a really good grasp on the, on the business. It's good to hear. And so what, what made you want to get into running a game store or I should say open the business in the beginning years when you started it? Um, so I've always had a love for comics. You know, uh, I've, I've been reading comics for since I could read, you know, like, like the first Same. comic book I read was an Archie comic and, and they were, it was one of them little bitty Archie comics, you know, like, uh, I, I don't know if you remember, but they used to come like real small and, and, you know, I, I would read that and, you know, just keep reading it and reading it. And then, uh, you know, back back then there was you know newsstands. You'd have to go to a newsstand, and there would be like this little metal thing you twirl around and uh, you know see the comics. And I would get comics that way. Um, I just I've just always loved and enjoyed comics, and you know, gaming has always been you know a part of my life too. I've I've always loved and enjoyed. It's just been a dream. You know, it's one of those things where you you just have a dream. And, uh, you know, Neil, you know, like I said, uh, you know, my, my, uh, good friend, Neil, him and I were just talking, uh, one day and, uh, you know, we were just talking about it and we we're like, Hey, let's make our own, own store. And, and, and we did. <laughs> and, you know, the, the, the rest is history. Yeah. We just, you know, it's, it's just a labor of love. You know, I, I, you know, we do this purely for the community. The money that we make goes straight back into the store because, because we're always seeking to improve, always seeking to get better. You know, every year we do uh, some, some type of big project to, to help, um, to help things just to make it look better aesthetically, uh, just to improve the customer's experience. You know, like we got, life-size statues of spider-man deadpool the hulk our floor is like custom made uh only one place in the world makes that kind of carpet um that we have on on you know the majority of the store uh and and that's this place in las vegas and it's like super colorful and every single detail of the store has been custom made even the color of paint that our walls are so our, our walls are uh we had to make this color. We call it crush green. And, you know, we had to come up with that and uh, everything. Everything's, uh, you know, we we believe in doing things for the environment as much as we can. So, like, all our all of our lights are LED. We recycle. Like, you know, try, try to do everything as best as we can. And that that's what causes us to always try to improve the store just, just to make it better. And when from the moment you talked with Neil from the time to when you opened the store, how long did it take before you finally launched the store? Was there a lot of time in between? Yeah. Yes. There, there, yeah. It, it was several months because, well, we had to come up with a name for the store. You know, the name of the store is the comic dimension. And and that took days. Like we were just nonstop coming up with different things. And, you know, we were like, no, nah, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't fit. And then we you know, research it and everything to make sure no one else in the world, you know, owns it. Cause you know, we're, we, so we trademarked, you know, the, the comic dimension, you know, with, with our, you know, with our lawyers, we, we, you know, we're trademarked. So no one else can use the comic dimension. <laughs> so yeah, so stuff like that. And then uh, just finding the perfect place also was a big thing for us, uh, finding the perfect location, you know, 
like a safe location, a, a nice location, you know, everyone's going to feel safe in that's brightly lit, you know. Uh, ours is pretty close to a college, to actually to a bunch of colleges, because Greensboro is kind of a college town, because um, they're, they're, you know, they're UNCG, uh, A&T, um, Greensboro College, you know, there's a whole bunch of colleges in the city of Greensboro. And we're located just like a mile, mile and a half away from those. So we, we get a lot of college students and, and it's awesome to see that excitement and everything uh, when, when they come in. It sounds like you're in prime, a prime location, especially being near a college. How big is your store in terms of like square feet? Uh, 2,050 square feet. I mean, yeah, 2,050 square feet. Okay. And is it something like, I know you said you like the location you're in, you like the store and everything. Is there any future like ambitions of opening something even bigger down the line. I know there's obviously the costs involved with doing so, but is that something you and Neil have, have talked about? We, we have. Um, and when, when, you know, if, if that ever arises, we, we would, you know, if opportunities, uh, like it would take several, like several different kind of opportunities to open up. Um, and, you know, if those did, we would love to expand it. it like I said, it, it's purely for the community that, you know, that that's, that's what we've given and done and blood, sweat, and tears literally for, you know, is just been for, for the community, for every kind of community that we have there at the store. That's excellent. And, you know, I, I was really intrigued by that you said, you know, your love of comics and everything. And I have the same uh, love for comics as well. I, I've been reading them since I was a kid. I'm 35 now. So you're doing both comics and games and like like hosting events. Is that right? Yes. So we have uh, well over 50,000 comics. We used to do a lot of new comics. However, over the years, uh, we, we, we've just seen some trends in, in the, what's the word for it? I, I want to say in, in the- In the industry as a whole? In, yeah, in, 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 yeah, in the industry, yes. Some trends in the industry and everything. There were, there were, there were a lot of big trends, a, a lot of big things that happened in the industry that, um, that regular, you, you know, like that non-owners wouldn't know about. Um, there was, yeah, there were some, some huge things that happened in the industry. And uh, so we, we concentrate on older comics now. Okay. So you have a, I'm guessing you have an extensive, uh, based on the number you, you mentioned, I'm guessing you have an extensive, uh, back issue, Ben. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, uh, one of the projects, uh, we did last year, uh, for the store was we have like a, a 50 foot wall and, and we had a custom made thing that goes across that 50 foot wall. that's three layers high, you know, it's got three layers to it. And, and that's just, just filled with, you know, comics, uh, you know, older comics, uh, and, and then like all, all the other displays that we have, uh, that are just older comics. And, uh, uh, we, we even have a dollar bin, you know, growing up, like, you know, I, th I think we might be, uh, from what I've been told, uh, that we're like the only place around, um, that does a dollar bin anymore. And growing up, I always loved that. You know, uh, I love the dollar bin section where you go in and, a dollar for each comic and you can you just find just stuff good stuff to read um and uh yeah we have a custom made you know dollar bin section and it's got thousands and thousands of comics in that too and, and we even got a ton of comics just ready to to replace comics as we sell them so yeah a spot doesn't stay open too long and you know with not having to invest in the, you know, the newer comics, since you're mostly focusing on the older comics, uh, the back issues, I'm guessing you're not having to work with distributors from that standpoint and having to place the orders for like new comics that come out based on what you're currently specializing in. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was a big thing that, that took a lot of time. The discounts just aren't there. And, and, and then also that's the, only industry out of out of all my distributors for all all the different I got like 20 different distributors for all kinds of products the comic book industry is the only industry that I have to pay shipping on and they charge a lot and you're only able to purchase pretty much from diamond as the main distributor in that in that world right um there, there's now another company called prh um and uh, also, 
however, just with how I was looking at things and, and observing and seeing things, you know, and I, I love comics. You know, I love the new comics that come out. Um, you know, there's still tons of great stories, you know, that are being told um, just economically. It's just not, you know, that, that shipping, the low discounts, it's very, you have to have a huge amount and and then if you're doing subscriptions, people are expecting a discount on top of that also. And it's like you 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 would have to be in business like since the '80s or something, '80s or '90s to have that kind of a a, a large uh, base already of people that are subscribed to to even make that you know kind of worth it, uh, which, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not I guess financially feasible based on the current structure of how things currently are within the industry. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It's just low, you know, low discounts. And then those, those discounts are eaten up by, like I said, you know, the, the humongous shipping, like way beyond normal shipping prices. Right. And it cuts deep into, into the margins that you would make. Yeah. So, so it, yeah, it just become to a point where it just wasn't feasible anymore. Um, you know, to, it just didn't make sense anymore. Like we're, we're just losing money. Right. And that that's completely understandable. Yeah. We, we were, it become to the point where I, I was doing the numbers and everything. And, you know, if, you know, our, our town isn't, you know, a giant town or anything like that. And, and there's, there's others, you know, there's a lot of other, well, not a lot, but there's several other comic stores and everything that have been there longer than us or are part of, kind of like a franchise almost. Um, and, and those kind of comic stores, you know, have that huge base, whereas being eight years sounds like a lot, but however, in reality, it's, it's not a long time as far as like owning an actual, you know, a comic store. Right. I'm sure though, those eight years, even though it's like, like you said, it's, it's a good amount, but not, you know, 20 years, but I'm sure for you and, and Neil, it, Eight years feels probably a lot. Lo- feels a lot longer. Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, all the time and everything we put in, it just really, you know, that's why I said the joke at the beginning. Oh, 120 years or something like that. It's, yeah, it feel, feels a lot longer because it's 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 become my life. You know, um, you know, to, like I'm like living for the store to you know to help everybody out. You know, it's a good thing you love it, though, because then I'm sure if you didn't and it just became just, you know, purely just the quote unquote a job, I'm sure then it wouldn't be as, you know, a labor of love like you mentioned. Yeah. Oh, that that's definitely true. Um, and like I said, there's so many wonderful people, you know, that, that that I've gotten to meet. And, you know, I love it when someone comes in and wants to talk comics with me and, I'll you know, we'll talk about like, oh, who's your favorite and all, all that kind of stuff. And then. And then, you know, we have the gaming as well. You know, we do Magic the Gathering. We do uh, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Hero Clicks, uh, board games. So that's, those have been, you know, really big things for us as well. That's excellent. Yeah, Magic the Gathering is what I love playing myself in addition to reading comics. Um, before we get into the gaming, I just wanted to ask, I'm curious, what, well, who's your favorite uh, comic book superhero to read? My favorite hero. Okay, so... Here, I, I guess I can give my top five. Superman is my first. Aquaman's my second. Wonder Woman's my third. Hulk's my fourth. And fifth changes, um, but I'm going to say Shazam. Or, or yeah, or Captain Marvel, if you, if you want to call it that. Okay. All right. That's that's a unique one. Because that was his original name. But yeah, he, he's, right. he's Shazam now. So You'll get a kick out of this. Superman, Aquaman, and Green Lantern are actually my three top least favorites <laughs> <laughs> see actually i used to be like that you know growing up reading comics i was like oh i don't like superman he's he's too good blah 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 and i, I was you know all wolverine and batman and all these other ones were my favorites but just over the years um just i changed um mm-hmm. so it's like you know I, I like superman because he's so good um i i, I like aquaman He's so underrated, and I blame the uh, the Legion of Super Friends, you know, the Super Friends cartoon where they only brought him out and 
you know, whenever they had the, you know, oh, we have to go to the ocean. We need Aquaman. And he'd come riding the seahorses and let me speak to the animals. Do, 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 do. You know, he'd do his little mental stuff and that yeah. would be it. He, he has so many more powers than just that. Yeah. So like for me, Spider-Man has always been my favorite. Uh, Captain America, uh, the Hulk, Venom and uh, Batman and Carnage have always been like in like my collection. I know I gave, I think like six there, but I've always, I've always been a Marvel guy for the most part. Um, I've, I've, I've always liked Batman, but I don't seem to find these days myself reading as much DC as I maybe used to when I was younger. I tend to read Marvel a lot these days. Yeah. Growing up, I was, you know, I, I was everything. However, it was mostly Marvel. Like you said, it was uh, Spider-Man, you know, tons of Spider-Man, Captain America, uh, X-Men. Um, what, what did you say your third favorite was after uh, Spider-Man and Cap? Um, I'd probably say Hulk. Yeah, and a ton of Hulk. Now, Hulk has stayed one of my favorites. I, I just love that dynamic, you know, of you know him, him always fighting the monster within. Yep, the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type um dichotomy between his split personalities yeah and then just you know the, the old bill bixby you know tv show uh you know the the hulk uh just at the end where he's like of every episode you know he's walking away from one town to the other and they're playing that song doo, 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 you know and it like just makes you want to cry. the name of that song by the way is the lonely man yeah you could get it like on itunes um, it, but it's called the lonely man. Just, I remember like every episode at the end when they'd show him walking away, I, I'd always get like tearful eyed and be like, Oh man, this poor guy, you know, he, he's cursed, you know, like, ah, when will he get a break? And I, and you know what I miss with, with the Hulk character is the incredible Hulk title. I haven't seen in quite some time, like the original title that you and I would be used to having read. It, yeah. I don't see it as much anymore. They've been doing a lot of offshoot titles. I'm really hoping they're going to bring it back someday. Because for me, I go to I have a separate store for going to my game store to play Magic the Gathering, and then I have a separate comic book store. And, and both stores just so happen to exclusively only deal in one or the other, unlike your store, which does both. And I was talking to the comic store owner, and I said, I said, have you heard anything about you know if the Incredible Hulk, the original title, is going to be coming back? And he wasn't sure when it was coming back and, and, um, he hadn't heard anything. So it was kind of, I don't know if you've felt the same way, like, like, where's the original title? Yeah. So the, yeah, they've done a lot of different, uh, title changes for some, well, the reason for that, it, it, that's part of the industry is to create number ones because people will buy a number one. So they'll come out with, uh, the totally awesome Hulk, um, which was not, you know, Bruce Banner, it was Amadeus Cho. Um, and then, uh, what other Hulk series was there? There was that one, the immortal Hulk. There was, there was that one, yeah. that one was, um, that one was pretty good. I, I, I read a number of the issues. I didn't get to read the whole thing, but I think, um, what was his name? Al Ewing, I think was, wrote the immortal Hulk. Um, I, I don't remember if it was him or not. I thought it was, well, there was, there were different writers. I know that because, at the beginning, it was very much a horror. Wait, the Immortal Hulk was that the uh, that was the one like showing a darker side of the Hulk character. Yeah, at the beginning, yeah, it was the horror one, and I, I loved that where he was like going from town to town, still just like like you know the Bill Bixby thing. How, however, he was using the Hulk to punish people that were doing like horrible things. You know, people that you know like a child abuser. And then he'd use the Hulk, you know, he would turn to the Hulk at night mm -hmm. and the Hulk would go and punish like these, you know, like horrible people that were doing these, these horrible things. And yeah, the horror aspect of that was like incredible. Like it was like the first six issues were just really awesome because it, it, it was, you know, it was a Hulk comic that was a horror comic at the same time. Yes. Very unique twist that definitely I think was drawing people in and was from what I had, I heard nothing but positive reviews personally about what people thought of the comic, even when talking to my comic shop owner. Yeah, it, it, it was, 
it was really, really good. Like, like I, I, I loved it. And then they, they got uh, some different writers in there and they were like doing some, some different stuff, uh, you know, I believe. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure there were some different writers um, and it just, it, it changed. There, it, it was still good. It just, it, it just changed. Yeah. You tend to see that a number of times, especially when you start mixing writers into the mix, that, that change starts to, to occur. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure there was uh, some different uh, writers. I, I I do know that you know Al, Al Ewing, like you said, he he did a lot of it, um, and I I might be wrong. You know, I, I'm 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 probably wrong, but I I think because it definitely changed um, as as far as like where it was going. There was that. Uh, let's see. There was I'm trying to think of what some other titles were because because like you said, there were several different titles. Yeah, like in terms of inst- like straying away from the mainstream, you know, title that comic readers from over the years have gotten used to. Like we've noticed that Amazing Spider-Man has always been there, um, even though there was that the Superior Spider-Man, which I wasn't a fan of at the time. Um, you know, wanting to see those original titles, um, they do from time to time tend to shelf it. I'm guessing they're testing things out. That's what I always assumed is I was like, oh, maybe they're testing it out so that at a later point when they bring back the title, it stirs up the hype and they could have more people buying the comic. Well, th- there's that. And then also just, like I said, those number ones, they, they, they like to create number ones because people yep. will buy a number one. Even if they don't ever read it, they buy it just to collect it. Um, there was Indestructible Hulk. That was it. I remember now. Indestructible Hulk was, you know, one of the, that was a series for a bit. And, and that had, you know, it, its ups and downs. There was some stuff that was really cool. And then there was, you know, some stuff that, you know, it, it, it was different. There was, uh, they had the Rampaging Hulk. Like, I think that was in the 70s, like late 70s. I don't think that that was a long series. Yeah, as far as the Incredible Hulk, Hopefully it comes about. Yeah, hopefully it comes about soon. That you know, I'm I'm, I'm hoping, but you know, I know I it's know. it's you know the industry is ebbs and flows. You know, so at some point, you know, hopefully it comes around again. I I, I think there's going to be like a a new Incredible Hulk series. No, I never mind. That was something different. Yeah, I'm I'm not I've not heard of them bringing back the Incredible Hulk series. It's you know like just the Hulk. You know. Yeah. I guess, you know, you know what it is, just one of those things, time will tell um, to see what happens. But in terms of with the store, um, since you, I know, you, as we were talking about, we, that you sell comics and whatnot, mostly focused on back issue bins, but you also do the events at the store. So from a day-to-day operation standpoint, what do your days look like? Like you get up in the morning, you go to the store, like what, what does a typical day look like for you? All right. Yeah. So for, uh, for a day that I go to the store, I'd, I'd wake up, shower, you know, eat or whatever. Um, and then I, I, you know, go open up the store, you know, do cleaning and stuff and, uh, helping customers, making calls, you know, doing, uh, dealing with distributors, making, you know, new orders. You know, it's like I'm ordering stuff like every day. Just, just a lot, a lot of it is just, you know, spending that quality time with the customers, you know, just, being as helpful as possible, which takes up a lot of time, you know, um, you know, someone comes in and they're like, Hey, I want to, I'm looking for this. And it's, you know, what I say, well, let, let's find out together if we have this. And then I take them over to where it's at. And then I, I show them, you know, Hey, you know, everything's alphabetized, blah, 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 separated according to DC, Marvel, Indie. And now let's see if we have exactly what you were looking for, you know? So I, I show them how to use, you know, the, the system that we have in the store. It's a, it's a simple system. You know, like I said, everything's marked DC, you know, this section's DC, this section's indie, this section's Marvel. Everything is alphabetized. Um, and then, like I said, it, it's just, you know, I just explain that to them and then help them look for stuff. Um, uh, and, and that does, you know, that takes up a lot of time. I can imagine, you know, outside of helping the customers and stuff, you mentioned something that um, caught my attention, which was with the pretty much, you know, talking to distributors all day. What does that entail? Because I'm sure people listening to this right now, you know, don't realize that the costs involved from a game store owner standpoint, you know, and the margins, particularly with, I know with the gaming, like Magic the Gathering, if we use that for as an, as an example, like the, the booster boxes, like buying those, 
I've heard um, that the margins aren't very high. So if you could talk about what it's like, like dealing with the distributors and from a game store owner standpoint, you know, and the overhead you have, like, can you give people an idea of like what that entails and why, you know, that side of the business side, like why sometimes you have to charge a certain price for it? Um, so uh, obviously uh, everything in the world has gone up in price and, uh, you know, since COVID um, and, it, and it seems like it's still going up in price, everything, everything from snacks and dr- to drinks to, you know, magic gathering to anything, everything. So, so yeah, there's no one particular thing. I, I have seen everything in the world go up in price mm-hmm. and, and we all know, you know, they're, they're not going to go back down. They're not going to, you know, they're saying, Oh, you know, it's because of labor or, or, uh, you know, it's hard to find labor or it's difficult to, to find, you know, the, the products now, um, because of COVID is still a thing. And, uh, you know, it's set people, you know, the world back so much, very difficult to, you know, so I have great relationships with all my distributors, you know, like, yeah, we're normally like friends on Facebook and stuff. And, you know, we chat a little bit and, you know, the, the, the distributors that I have are really nice, um, and, and very helpful. Um, that's good. Just like the margins are, you know, like you said, so what, what would you think? Uh, a normal margin should should be from when you when you trickle down after you know wizard sells to the distributor the distributor sells to you i would think from you know from a a, a good healthy margin i would imagine it would be 20 to 30% you would hope for at the minimum yeah i was asking you what do you think a margin should be <laughs> oh what i think it should be like from from your standpoint like what's with when you're selling it yeah like i'm like yes what what the margin should be so that you can actually pay all the bills and, and everything like that and 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 maybe make a little bit of money yeah if i was in your position i would probably be happy with if i was able to get like 30 35 at the at the high end i'd probably be satisfied with with 30 percent if I was able to get that, but I know that the numbers are a lot lower than that. The, um, to pay the bills, to pay rent, to pay for the, the Wi-Fi that we provide, you know, that free to the customers for the electricity, the heat, the air, uh, you know, every, you got to put all that stuff in there. 50% is what should be the norm. Like that should be what it is. If you're making 50% margin, then that's, that's good. You know, like that's enough to sustain and then also help everything with the business because you, you got to buy. If someone buys something, you have to replace it. However, so 50% is the normal. Um, so uh, like, like that's, you know, with like drinks and, uh, you know, like snacks and stuff, we're, we're able to do that. However, like with everything else, it's it's not, you know, like like you said, it's 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 like 30 and that that's, you know, real difficult. Especially when you take the other things, like you mentioned, Wi-Fi, heating or air conditioning, depending upon the season. And that cuts into the profits as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like, um, and rent, rent, rent's the biggest thing. Oh, and then there's insurance. You got insurance also. And, uh, then you have an accountant, you have to have an accountant and, and there, there's so much stuff. And, um, you know, there, you know, we'll have people come in and be like, well, well, can you match Amazon? And we're like, we're sorry. You know, unfortunately, you know, we're just, we're just a small, you know, locally owned business and, and we can't match Amazon. Right. There's the people I think forget about the overhead that you're paying that. And we're not getting whatever discounts Amazon's probably getting like 70, 80% off or something. Right. Yeah. Because like Wizards is, is selling directly to them. There's no middleman with the distributor. Yeah. And, and for everything. Yeah. So it's just like no small business can compete with that. So we don't compete with that. We just offer other stuff, you know, try to be as helpful and, and, and loving, just to be honest, as loving, uh, as loving and helpful and positive as possible, you know, to our customers. And also we provide a place to play Amazon, 
you know, if Amazon shuts down all the small businesses, then guess what? Like magic will disappear. You know, yep. all, 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 the, all these things are going to disappear because no one will have a place to play. Right. That's so true. And that's, that's the thing I've always felt is what you all in, in the game store industry, that's, that's, I hope people realize that's the biggest, one of the biggest services you're providing that you can't get somewhere else. Like, yeah, people can play online on spell table, for example, but I don't know. I've always loved playing in person. That's always been the way I like to play. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way to play. Cause it's, you're there, you're talking to other people, you're meeting new people face to face, you know, you're, you're getting to pick up each other's, you know, like vibes and everything. And you're just able to, it's, it's just great. And, um, yeah, if, if Amazon shuts down all the, the stores, which here's, here's the thing, if they ever did shut down all the stores, they'll go up with their prices. Oh yeah. At that point, they don't have to have any competition at that point. Yeah. They, they eliminate all the, all the small businesses. Then guess what? That's what they're, they're going to jack their prices up. And then everyone will lament and be like, Oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, that's just the, the, the way that life is. I know it's, it's the nature of the beast, but I mean, I think you had alluded to it with the, having the food and drink as a supplement to the business. I'm sure that there's, yeah, unfortunately you cannot sustain a business with that. Unless you're selling ten thousand snacks and ten thousand drinks a day, <laughs> you know it. It just, you know, it, it can't. You know, like w- we can have. Uh, so our gaming area, we have a large, really nice custom made tables, um, really nice chairs. You know, we don't have the white fold out tables, white fold out chairs, nothing like that. We have we have everything in, in our store is really nice. You know for comfort you know because we want it to be different you know we're, we're a premium store uh, as far as uh, wizards of the coast goes i was just going to ask that yeah so so we are a premium store which was a lot of work and and a, a lot of money and everything to to get that so that that was quite an accomplishment um and and you know we're, we're honored by that um congrats that's great thank you it's just yeah you, you no small business can compete with amazon you you, you just you just can't. And, and we offer more than what Amazon does. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, I, I forget where I was going just a minute ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 no worries at all. It's, it's very interesting to hear, you know, what you're going through as a, as a store owner. And I know, I mean, like you mentioned with, you know, having a place to play, um, you're mentioning, you know, the events a little bit earlier. I know we didn't dive too into that yet, but the events that you run. So you have Magic the Gathering. What what other events do you run? Uh, Magic the Gathering, uh, Dungeons Dragon, Dungeons and Dragons is huge at our store. Um, Hero Clicks as well, uh, board games, and uh, you know the, the, that's what we have. Uh, we have a, a large uh, uh, Magic the Gathering single section, um, and uh, we we do sell some boxes and packs of like Pokemon. However, they're just, you know, we, we, we haven't, you know, gotten a community, uh, at the store for that yet. You know, we, I would love to, you know, I, I would, I would love to, I, d- I just have to find, you know, some people, you know, that, that play that can teach others and everything like that. That, that, that would, that would be wonderful. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's very difficult. Like, uh, talking with the margins, like, it's just not, people think it's like immediate, oh, you're just, like I said before, like, oh, you're going to just make so much money. And, and, and we thought so maybe, you know, at the beginning and then the reality struck and, you know, it's, it's, it's not, and it's not there. Like, uh, Neil and I, we, we don't get no money from the store. Um, just, just to be honest, we, we, everything is, you know, our employees, you know, we pay, pay them, you know, good, good wages, give them lots of perks, paid time off, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, we treat our employees really well. And, you know, so extra, any extra money we have goes towards them and then saving up, you know, to, to try to improve the store in some kind of way every year uh, as well. And then, you know, like, like you said, that 30, 35% we got on that box, well, we got to buy the box, you know, buy a new box to replace that box. And that, that 35% just, it's really difficult to, to make it like that. That's why there's so many game stores or comic book shops that open up and then, then close 
you know, w- within just, you know, a couple of years because, because those margins are, are just really not there, you know. It's unfortunate, but I think what you're doing with your story, you seem like you're doing all the right things. You seem like a really good dude. And I could tell that people, you know, seem to really like going to your store. I mean, you're always looking to expand upon it. You're, you know, you're trying to find more games to offer, like you mentioned with Pokemon. Um, and what what kind of, like in terms of the turnouts of the events, how, how are those uh, shaping up these days? Like, are you noticing uh, a lot of turnouts to Magic events versus the Digimon events? We don't have like any Digimon or Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon. Like it just, in this area, it's just not, you know, we, and, and we're willing to try anything. Um, there's this new game called uh, Alpha Clash coming out. And there's an ambassador who, who lives here and, and he's a super nice guy. And, you know, he contacted us and we're, I was like, yes, yeah, sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll host events, you know, and uh, you know, he, he's got a great attitude and, you know, he, he's working on building a community for that. And um, yeah, mostly it, it, it's magic, the gathering for our events. And they, with the magic, the gathering, you know, we have 30 to 50 people, you know, we, we can, and you know, we're just a small local business, you know, um, but those are regulars that, that, that are coming. And every week we get new people that come in. And so it, it's, you know, there's times when we have to bust out extra chair, extra tables. And, you know, we have extra chairs and stuff where we're just filled to the brim. And that, that's a good thing. You know, we, that's why we do it. You know, that, like I said, Neil and I aren't getting money from this at all. (laughs) We put money into this. Like, yeah. And I, I, I don't think a lot of people realize that, that like, like literally like the money goes to employees and getting new products and improving the store. And, and like Neil and I, we don't get paid from it or anything. So it, it, it all goes straight back into the community. And it, and it's because we just love the community and we love the people. We love this kind of stuff. So for us to make these, you know, like sacrifices, we're willing to do that because, you know, when you love something that that's what you're willing to do. That That's really great to hear. I, you know, I really appreciate hearing something like that. I, you know, when I was um, a teenager, my uh, game store, growing up while I was in high school, um, went out of business and I didn't even know at the time. And it was just one day when I went there and I drove to the store and I was walking up, had my stuff and I noticed the door was locked. I looked inside through the window and it was just like, looked like it had been torn to pieces and I didn't get to play for a number of years until I was in my late twenties until I found a game store at the time. And then I found a, a different one that was more comfortable for me. Um, and just, you know, just to the type of games I was looking to play. So when I realized something like that, you know, that that's why I, I do the show to showcase, you know, stores like yourself and, you know, to try to make people, you know, aware of like what you guys are going through to, to keep it available and, you know, giving us a place to play. So it's much appreciated. Oh, well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. Um, uh, th- thank you for the kind words. You know, like, like I said, we, we love this stuff and it's, it's worth it to, to, uh, to, to us that, you know, to, to make the, the sacrifices that we've made, you know, to, to, to do this. For sure. You're doing a great, you're doing a great service and I know it's not easy. Um, I know it's, you know, I'm sure there are the nerve wracking situations, especially with the expenses that you deal with every day. But, you know, with what you're offering, especially like you said, you have an ambassador who's trying to get another game going. I think that's a great thing. We have somebody um, at our store who is an ambassador for the legacy format with Magic the Gathering. And he pretty much all throughout Long Island, which is where I live, um, he's gotten legacy events to to fire off when normally that format, because the cards are expensive for it, is hard to play, but he's been that ambassador for the game and the game stores around the area have uh, taken him up on it and have done like what you've done. So it's always good when you see the, the the players willing to help out in the same token. I'm sure that's, that's helpful for, from your end as well in terms of a marketing standpoint. Yeah. You always have to be able to um, be willing to change uh, and, and be, be open um, towards, towards that change. I have found at least, um, cause if you're not, 
you know, the, the times they are always changing. So, uh, you know, you, you have to be able to, to change because there, there was a time when, uh, our store was like modern and standard. Like that was the thing like five years ago, like a year before COVID that stopped and it became all commander, uh, as far as the format, you know, and, and now we're, we have pioneer that we're, we're doing also, however, we're still open to, to, to anything, you know, if, if modern players, you know, want to play, Hey, we'll, we'll set you up, you know, we'll, there's no, nothing, no format or anything that we, you know, don't you know, like <laughs> we, we love it all. Uh, now, now I will say this though, there, we did have, so we have a, a in our board game section, uh, we have a part where people can come, uh, you know, pay, pay a small sitting fee and play board sure. games. And we got like a hundred different board games. Um, I think it's like 120 different board games uh, that are open that they can go over and, and just play like all day long. And uh, one of those was uh, Cards Against Humanity. Uh, was uh, I'm 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 not against it. Uh, however, uh, it, there there were some teenagers that that came in and they were playing it, and there was some stuff that was being said that I I was I was like, oh, this is not appropriate. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I you know I went over and talked to him. I was like, hey, could you know I'm, I'm sorry you know to interrupt, but could y'all keep it down maybe a little bit and, you know, just be a little, little more appropriate because, because cards against humanity, that's what it does. Right. You know, you, you know, and uh, when they, as soon as they were done with that game and and they were fine with it and everything, you know, cause I, I I was nice, you know, and everything to them, you know, when when just asking for that, you know, just basic stuff, you know, just, Hey, can, can you, you know, be, you know, a little quieter and watch what you're saying, please. You know, cause we are, families that come in and uh after that after, after they were done though and they put it back on the shelf i went and took it and put it in the back <laughs> I, was, I was like no this this can't be out there for the public to play anymore <laughs> it's too yeah it, it it gets bad so no i understand i understand so how are you marketing these events like what is your primary way like between you and neil what what are your preferred marketing methods for getting like the word out about events or just the store in general Word of mouth has been like the main thing. Um, and then uh, besides that, uh, as, as far as like marketing, it is ads on Facebook, you know, ads on Facebook. I, I tried Google ads. Uh, it just didn't really seem to, you know, to, to work at least the way that, that, that I was wanting it to. Um, and uh, uh, just Facebook ads, that, that's like the only marketing and word of mouth. Um, there have been, uh, we did have a commercial when we first opened up, we had a commercial. So, you know, we had to write out the script and everything. And we, Neil and I were talking and we were like, we want someone that sounds like, uh, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart, you know, from, uh, from Star Trek, the next generation. Uh, so we, 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 we so we, we got a voice actor who sounded like him. And <laughs> so we had a, a commercial that played, uh, for like the first six months or something and it was playing on adult swim it was playing on like on, on you know like different things you know like cartoon network adult swim like after family guy big bang theory stuff like that um so yeah yeah we, we paid a lot for that <laughs> that's very cool though very unique um thing to do especially for a small local business yeah and if you look at the commercial now it it, it it's like we were so empty back then when we first opened up. Now, everything we had was really nice. It was just so empty, like as far as like stuff to hold product and everything and the layout. And now, you know, so like if you look at it now, you really notice, wow, we've changed so much in eight years. And it's all been improvements, things that uh, like we have a D&D room, like that, that people can reserve. And that stays reserved, like, you know, like it's like there's no, you know, no, no spaces available. Like it's, it stays reserved. And and then that was an improvement to the store. We're like, Hey, we got this room. Why not make it to, you know, it used to be like a lounge area where people would hang out. However, people wouldn't use it that often. So I just came up with like, why don't we just use this as, as a private place where the people can go play D and D and, uh, so, you know, they, they do it back there and then 
is so big D and D is that you know we have it out you know during during the non magic hours. <laughs> right, right. That's a unique idea that you have a dedicated room for it. Like what what other things would you say with the store like you you specialize in or that that you offer that that you may not see at another store. Um, the number one thing to 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 me, and I'm not saying other stores don't have this. I, I'm not saying that at all. I, I, I'm not. I'm never negative about another store or anything like that. You know, I, I want everyone to succeed. The number one thing for me and my employees is like loving the people, you know, like just act, and being genuine, like genuinely loving the people and being genuinely, Hey, I want to help you. Like, I want to help you. Please let me help you. You know, we don't beg, but, but we definitely want, you know, we want to help people and uh, just that customer service stuff. Uh, the, everything with customer service is the number one thing for me. Um, besides that, like, you know, having the D and D, uh, a D&D room, having the, the dollar bin, which, which is, you know, what, I, what I've been told is unique in our area, um, having those, you know, life-size statues, um, and just the layout. Like, when you go into our store, you know, it's not, you, you know, when I, w- I was growing up, you know, comic, when comic book stores started coming out, they were like these little hole in the wall, you know, almost dungeon-like, you know, ki- kind of smelled, uh, you know, it was like no air conditioning or heat that that's just the way it was back then, you know, like, you know, and when you come into our store, like <laughs> I love seeing kids right when they walk into our surf store for the first time, cause they'll, their, their mouths will just drop open and they'll just be looking around. We have led neon lights all along the ceiling, um, that do 24 hours a day, our special uh, green led lights, you know, we have all this special, like awesome custom made like really cool stuff you know like there's the justice league that is in the silhouettes on this on the ceiling above you know one of the comic book sections and um that the, there was this company that used to make um like comic book stands and stuff they they went out of business uh a bunch of years back before they went out of business though uh you know we we, we got like all this stuff for them uh, from them and it's just top of the line you know high quality stuff um we deal a lot with anime we have a huge manga section that like that was a part of changing right there um i i, I love anime and and i just really noticed there's a huge anime community in uh this area so we we started getting you know manga uh, we started getting uh, a lot of uh, anime statues. Changing to meet the market uh, has been a big thing for us that that I think sets sets us apart from some. We have a, a 85 inch TV um, that you know we, we had put on one of the walls in, in the gaming area that just nonstop is just showing all all events coming up and just information, just so much change and and everything that we we do we do like to the to the highest of quality which which is expensive however that that's what we want and that's what we do you know we we want everything to be the highest of quality so that no one can come in and be like oh this is cheap this is cheap looking or or this is a run down store or anything like that no one can say that and be honest if they come into our store like it it's you know it's very you know there's other stores that are uh, that are nice like ours and stores that are nicer than ours you know that that I'm like wow that's amazing you y'all spent tons of mo- like bags of money gold bullion you were just handing to the bank um <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure too with your um with your customers with the attention to detail that you have you know the genuineness that i could tell you have and how much effort you put in to the place just in general i'm sure your customers really do appreciate, you know, what it is you're doing. And I'm curious if you have the time, I I know a lot of your time is consumed running the store, helping customers. Do you ever have the time to like, you know, sit down and play, say a game of magic with them? Not anymore. Unfortunately, I I don't. Now I did play arena for, for a long time as a store store owner. What, what I realized, because I used to play like in uh, the standard events. When I learned how to play magic, it was through modern. And then, uh, then I, I switched to standard and, uh, I, you know, I, I, I really loved the format and everything. And I would play, you know, in the events, you know, I wasn't a judge or anything like that. I, I'm not a judge at all. 
and I'm not even like a great player or anything. I'm an average player. <laughs> I play for fun. Like, you know, if I, if I played against somebody and I won, then sometimes people would be like, oh, well, he's the owner of the store. He can get any card he wants, which is not true. I was having to buy from other stores and all kinds of stuff to, to build my deck, you know, and I didn't have like killer, awesome decks. And like I said, I wasn't like a great player, um, but some, you know, sometimes people would be like, oh, you know, he, he's the owner of the store. He gets any card he wants. And then if I lost against someone, they'd go, oh, he, he's the owner of the store. And he don't know anything about magic. Although I've been playing for years, you know, I, I played magic when it, when it first came out, I wish I would have gotten into it back then. However, D and D was my thing back then. And, and, and we were playing with alpha beta cards and I was like, Oh, you know, it's all right. You know? And I, Oh, I regret that now. Oh, I regret it. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. I wish I was playing back then myself. Uh, yeah. I was, in, I was in the military back then. And one of my buddies, you know, that he, he was showing me that and everything. And I, I just, the reality of it was not that I wasn't interested in it. I just couldn't get it um, is, is what it was. And, and and probably he he probably wasn't a good teacher to be honest and and to be honest mostly it was time I I just didn't have the time you know I can't run the store and play in the events too so I I, I went to arena and I would I would oh I played played arena a, a ton a ton I you know uh, I'm all about the bling too uh, you know I I got to get all the new fancy lands. And, you know, I got to get the alternate versions of, uh, you know, the cards I'm playing with. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I played Arena for a, a very long time. I know which is probably like the antithesis of a, of a game store owner. However, that was the only time I could do it was like. I was going to say that seemed like that was your escape. Your, it was your downtime. Yeah, it literally. Yes, it literally was, you know, because I. I, lo- I loved it so much and I, I just didn't have the time to play it at the store because, you know, I'm running the store and, and having to do all these other things and and help everybody and stuff. So I, it, it, I just couldn't do that. So then I'd get home like at midnight or something and play for like a couple hours. Or when I woke up in the morning, I, I would play, you know, arena for a couple hours. So, yeah, arena, I was able to do that, um, you know, for for. For a while, yeah, I was I was heavy into it, heavy into it. At least, at least you had that, you know, that option to to do something at home to like wind down um, at the end of the day. Yeah, and and uh, I do have friends, so like I can't play board games at the store because I would every minute have to get up and go away. Same thing, like I can't play D and D at the store. I can't do anything at the store that's for me because the customers are first before me. So like we, we greet someone within seven seconds of them walking in, you know, we help, Hey, how can I help you? You know? So, and there's that. So like D and D board games, I couldn't do those at the store either. I, I, I couldn't do anything that, that recreationally was for me. So I, I, I'm, you know, lucky, you know, to have, you know, a group that comes over to my house every, every Sunday and we play, uh, we play D and D and then also board games. Uh, there's uh, some friends of mine that come over, uh, about twice a month on a Friday and uh Friday night. And then we'll, we'll play some board games then. That really sounds, that sounds like a blast. I, I, I think it's great that you've, you've cultivated that, you know, just from the, the people you've surrounded yourself with. Yeah. Like I said, there's, I, I have made great relationships through this as a matter of my, my fiance, you know, I'm, I'm getting married in November. My fiance, her and I met at the game store during, during, during board game night. Yeah. That's wonderful. What, what is one thing you would say, if you had to pick one thing that you'd want to either improve about the store or update to grow the store in the future, what's, what's one thing money aside that you would like to do? I'd like to expand the store so I can have more room for the players that, that like, so you're asking what's a wish. Exactly. So my wish would be so I could expand the store to have more room for the players, you know, it's for, for more players. Cause I, 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 I just love these people that come in, you know, I, I, I just love them. And, and I, I just want to, I want to have more people to love more space for, for them to come in and, that's the number one thing. And, 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 you know, you can't make everybody happy. 
you know, you know, sometimes people will get upset for you, uh, whether it's real or not, if, if it's real and they talk to me about it and I'm in the wrong, then, then I'll d- deeply humbly apologize, you know, like, Oh, I'm so sorry, you know, or, or if I've, and there have been a couple of times, um, you know, where I've made like mistakes and stuff like that. And then, you know, they pointed out to me and I'm like, Oh, you're, you're right. I'm sorry. I, I, rang that up the wrong way or something like that. Or, you know, I humbly apologize and fixed it immediately. And then, yeah, if we make a mistake with something, we not only, we want everyone to leave with a happy experience. So like if we mess up on something, um, uh, for example, here you go. Uh, this was a mistake that we, we recently made. We accidentally sold one extra pre-release kit than we had available for uh, one of the Magic the Gathering pre-releases. So you're only able to get so many pre-release kits. And, and uh, you know, one of my employees uh, just didn't write the person's name down. And uh, I talked with the person and I was like, oh, I, I know this person. This person's been here for years. And he didn't have a receipt or anything like that. He said that that he did get that, though. So I was like, okay, I, I believe you. I think you did. We refunded him. And then I gave him like a box of like modern masters. Oh, wow. That's, that's extremely generous. And, and he was like, oh, you know, and he was a nice guy and he, he, he wasn't like upset or anything like that. He, I'm sure he would have been happy with just the, the discount, but I, we, we always go beyond that. You know, like if someone, I'll do anything I can to make somebody happy in the store because that's what I want. I want people to have nothing but happy, safe, positive experiences with the store. And, and we weren't going to lose him or anything like that. I just wanted to more than, more than make up for that. And, and, you know, when we gave him the box, he was like, Chris, I, I, I can't accept this, man. I, I wasn't trying to try to do anything. I just, you know, was trying to do that. And I said, no, man, this is, we made a mistake. You, you know, you have this box, man. Like this I want you to be happy and I don't want you to think, you know, anything negative. It's, it's our fault. We made a mistake and I'm sorry. He walked away very, very happy. I don't know what he pulled on, but that, that, yeah, but that set is of course a money set, you know, like that. <laughs> we do a customer appreciation day where we do special events and just, just, we hand out so much free stuff. Like people, people, I don't think people know it. Like every time someone, like a kid comes in, here's something special I do. If a kid comes in and they, you know, with their parents and, and, you know, they buy a couple dollar comics or just a couple comics or something. And, and, and I watch them, you know, I, I say, are you, is this your money? Is this your allowance money that you're using? And they'll, they'll, it's normally a yes. And then I say, well, you know what? We have a special today where if, you know, if you buy and I just say whatever the comics are, they just bought then you get to go over to the dollar section and pick five five comics out. And, and those are free. So if they came in and bought a Spider-Man, a Hulk, and a X-Men, I say, yeah, if, if someone comes in today and buys a Spider-Man, Hulk, and an X-Men, we have a special where they get the you know five free comics. And uh, I do that also, even if it's not their allowance. You know, this, you know, comic books, you know, a comic book store, in my opinion, should be like a magical place for kids. So like, like that's something that, that, that we always do. And then there's magic players that come in and, you know, things have happened, you know, like bad things have happened in their life to where, you know, like, oh, my car got broken into or my house burnt down or I'm having, you know, I just lost my job, you know, and, and, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, tell me their stories while, you know, they're giving up these, these cards, you know, that they they love and everything like that and just normally you know we'll 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 buy them from them and then normally i just hey here's i don't want to say the amount of money but you know like like it's it's a good amount of money like hey here's this to help you with this uh there was one guy he he was like there was uh, his transmission and he he told me what the transmission cost was and and we bought his cards and and then i asked him how how much is does does the transmission cost? And he, he told me, and I, I said, wait a minute. And I went and got my own money and, and just here, this is for your transmission, man. I know what it's like to go through hard times, man. I hope this helps you out. And I, I know it was painful for you to give up these cards. So I, I, I hope this helps you out, you know, and, and that's things that local businesses do, you know, that Amazon ain't doing that. No, of course not. 
Chris, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. I I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking with you, and you're definitely you're an absolutely genuine guy. Um, I, I you you do great things in your community. I I could definitely see it. Congratulations on your upcoming upcoming marriage. Uh, thank you for your service to the country from your time in the military. Um, I, I've really enjoyed this conversation, hearing what you're doing for people. Um, I surely hope to make it out. Um, I've been once, but I hope to come back again to North Carolina, stop by the store, say hello. Um, thank you very much again for doing this. And as we close out here, where could people um, find your store online? Thecomicdimension.com. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Chris, again for coming on. Oh, thank you so much for the kind words, Frank. You're uh, you're, you're just an awesome person, and uh, I this was a great experience. I I I love this. I love talking with you. Uh, you have a great vibe, and you and I just seem to flow. And I, you ever want to do this again? I'd I'd be more than happy and willing to do it. Absolutely, would be more than happy to do it as well. And it, likewise, the feelings mutual. You, you're a good dude, man. And, uh, I hope, uh, we'll cross paths again in the future. All right. Well, thank you so much. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the match Lip podcast. That was Chris from the comic dimension. And we were very fortunate that he was able to, at such short notice, join us on the program today. Um, links will be available, um, in the show notes, which you can access at anchor.fm slash the match or at the Our newsletter is there as well if you'd like to sign up for that. And we will see you next time on our next episode where we interview another game store owner. So until next time, take care, everyone.